What would you do with your life if you knew you couldn't fail? If you had all the money, all the time, all the knowledge, all the resources that you needed, what would you do with your life if you simply knew that anything was possible for you? My name is Christina Carlson, founder of global Swedish design and inspiration brand Dream Life and author of the book Your Dream Life Starts Here. And I love exploring these sorts of questions to inspire people like you to chase your own dream life, whatever that means for you. Many years ago, I wrote down a dream on paper that would one day bring Swedish design to the world and create beautiful, inspiring and meaningful products that would bring sparks of joy into the everyday lives of millions. Now that I have achieved that dream, I want to leverage everything I've learned to help you dream big and to create a global movement to inspire 101 million people to transform their lives and transform the world in return. Each episode will dive deep into the power of dreaming and share real insights and practical ideas that you can use immediately to build a dream life of your own, whatever that means for you. Hi there and welcome back. I hope you are all having a great week. This week for me has been so much fun as I have been delivering my free workshop, How to Make 2023 Your Best Year Yet, starting now. And I just get so inspired to hear about all the dreams everyone have. I just love it. It's been so much fun launching my new program, the Dream Life Coaching Program, and I am just so excited about it. And I'm so excited to make 2023 my best year ever with a bunch of like-minded people. I couldn't think of anything better. I have got so many questions about the Dream Life Coaching Program and a lot of questions about coaching in general, as I recommend everyone having a coach. So I decided to invite someone I have coached and she will share her experience in today's very inspiring podcast. Before we get started, I just want to say when we have big dreams or dreams that we haven't done before, it's scary, it's daunting. And it's definitely challenging. And that is why it is so amazing to have a coach to work with. And I particularly love group coaching. I've done both private coaching and group coaching, but I love group coaching the most because you are with a group of like-minded people who are feeling the same way, which means that we feel that we're not alone and you can be inspired how others are overcoming their own self-doubts, their fears and challenges. And it's also a very supportive environment because we are all in the same boat working on our dreams. Today's episode will make you feel inspired to tackle your own best new version of yourself, just like Jane did. So let's get right into it. Hi, Jane, and welcome to my podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me, Christina. I am also so excited to be here. Oh, thank you. Before we get started, I have a question that I ask everyone, and that is, did you have a dream as a child, something you wanted to do or become or or have? So when I was a child, my mum instilled reading into a lot of my routine, I had a speech impediment, so I guess she thought it was important for me to read as much as possible. So I dreamed of becoming a librarian or even a writer. 
Oh, that's so nice. And did you take any action on those dreams? Well, it's funny because still to this day, my writing is my strength, even over my speaking, which as you know, Christina, it still makes me a little bit nervous to speak. (laughs) Oh, you're doing so well. You're doing so well. I would love for everyone to know a little bit about your journey so far. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because the transformation that I've seen over the few months that we worked together, it was just so inspiring. And most of us have a bit of fear for change and fear to go out of the comfort zone. And you've done both of those. So I'd love to just hear a little bit about your journey. And then we'll talk a little bit more about how you then have progressed since we started to work together. Absolutely. So my journey, it's not been a normal journey, but I guess no one's journey is Christina. I also felt like I did everything a lot later in life than people. That in turn, it filled me with so much self-doubt. So perhaps that was why I was late to the party as well, because I had this pressure and this self-doubt. My journey to change started with my friend dying in the Bali bombings in 2002. I was 21 at that time, and that made me realize that I wanted to live my best life, but it's taken me a while to start living my best life as well. So upon turning 40 last year, I thought I can no longer waste any time in a job that I don't love. So I decided to do everything possible to use my degree that I had finished around four years earlier and develop a career in international aid and development. So almost exactly five years after getting that degree and only months after doing your Dream Life Starts Here course and the coaching with you, Christina, I got a job working in international aid and development. I'm so sorry to hear about the Bali bombing. It was just horrific for everyone who had someone close in that. And I think a lot of people, me included, but not in in as dramatic way, but often when we feel like we have a bit of a, a crisis or a bit of a shock or something happens to us, that's when we start taking actions. What do you feel like changed with you when your girlfriend passed away? Because Jessica, that was her name. She was such a vibrant person who lived every moment of her life and did it in such a positive and beautiful way and was very encouraging to everyone around her. So I think it started as me wanting to do it for her and do the things that she didn't get to do in her life. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good reason. Thank you for sharing that. So a lot of people uh, who are thinking of joining my coaching program, which is a new program, you and me did private coaching together. A lot of people are not sure what coaching is and also feel a bit uncomfortable to go outside of their comfort zone. So tell me a little bit about what your experience was with the course, but also with the coaching and how perhaps other people can be inspired by taking some action, regardless if it's my coaching or any coaching. This is just general for people to actually take action in whatever is right for them. Well, I turned 40 and I felt very stuck in my life and in a job that was draining and toxic. I had also gotten this degree and spent money doing that degree and time doing that degree and I hadn't used it. So I had this big disappointment around that. And then I think because I was in lockdown in Melbourne the co- with the COVID situation and I was just feeling disconnected from everyone, including my partner, Ben. So then I saw the coaching option come up with you and I thought, well, Christine is this bright, kind, intelligent woman and it felt like a really good opportunity to learn from someone who had had such a good business career and still has a good business career and I thought that it would be really good for my confidence. 
Mm. What did you actually find most useful? Let's just start with the with the course, perhaps, because that's as part of the program. The course is still the foundation, and the foundation is about dreaming. Work out what your dreams are, and then your passions, and then your values, and then your purpose. And that's all the coaching will be around as well, in terms of making sure that we are, are all connecting those four things and then taking action on it. So, what was it that was most useful in the course for you? Definitely having accountability and also making my dreams very crystal clear because I was very confused about which direction that I wanted to take in life with everything. So it allowed me to get all of my muddled thoughts out and put it onto paper and share with people. Yeah. And did you find the community as part of being accountable when you said things you're going to do then you felt it or did you feel it was more as part of their coaching? Well, I think a lot of people, including myself, find it easier to commit to changes if they're accountable to others. And if you're accountable to this beautiful community who are doing these wonderful things, that's inspiring and that makes you make changes as well. Yeah, absolutely. How about the actual coaching? Was there something that you that you experienced in that that you didn't expect to find in terms of, of working things out? I really loved that it was this non-judgmental place and that it was so easy to talk with you within the coaching aspect. I just found you so encouraging and so present with me and I don't think I've ever had anyone as present with me and helping me to achieve my goals and I felt that you genuinely wanted that for me. Mm. That's so nice. Thank you. It's such a beautiful thing to have someone who actually cares and that is outside of your normal people because we're often seen in a certain way by people we know and I didn't know you and our dream life community didn't know you and it's a good way of actually starting being the person you actually want to be versus just perhaps coming back to the person that you think you should be or, or have a habit of being but perhaps isn't you anymore. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Christina. And what did you find most challenging? I think initially it was the time factor for me. It was fitting everything in when my life was already filled with so much. Yep. But if there's one thing I will say, it's worth creating that space and that time in your life. Yeah. And how did you go about doing that? Because you were well, you were studying at the time as well. So having a small business and studying is similar in my view because it just never ends. Like you can study forever, right? You can you can just keep going, keep going and think you can do a little bit better. And it's the same with having a small business. That's just never ending. You always think you can do things better. So how did you actually then create that time for you? Well, I think because I was studying law and it was quite heavy, I was then able to see that doing the coaching and doing all the work, well, it's not really work as such, but working on my dream life was actually a bit of a break from my job and also my studies. So Mm. it was good for my soul. Yeah. Were you structured in terms of, okay, I'm going to work on on the course on this specific time or or whatever came up on that coaching session to then take some time specifically to work on that? Or how did you deal with that? I always put aside a little bit of time each day to work on it and I find that it's good to get things done in the morning. So that's what I do and then that way I can get through my day and then I would come home and do my actual study then. So it was a really good system for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's different for obviously for everyone, but having a little bit time each day. And I always think that it's better to just book like 15, 20 minutes, um, if that's all you have, maybe 30 minutes, and then add to it. Because I think the hardest part is start. And if you need to find like two hours or one hour, that might be really difficult. But just starting, and it's amazing how your head just feel so much clearer when you just even if it's just for 10 minutes it just makes you actually start taking action versus having this one perfect hour that never seemed to appear definitely breaking it down into little pieces makes it more achievable yeah for sure so how important is this idea of taking a leap out of your comfort zone because you certainly did I think that you just have to take the leap. You have to do the course or you have to study. You have to look for the new job. You have to say yes to this event or yes to that event. You have to say yes to things that you normally would not do. Ask interesting people that you meet for their contact details. And don't worry if you feel nervous. I've sat in my car shaking before on my first day of university. I've spent my entire day not wanting to leave a hotel room in Brazil. I've also thought I could not walk 100 Ks. But when I finally did these things and I took that leap, they weren't nearly as scary as I thought or as unobtainable as they became. They were some of the best experiences and most rewarding experiences of my life. Mm. Tell us a little bit about the 100 K. That sounds hard. (laughs) Again, I think that's 100% mindset. So if you think that you can't, you won't be able to finish. But if you think that you can do it, it becomes easier and you do finish and then you surprise yourself. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. And it's funny how I always saw myself as a non-runner, meaning that I never loved running, but I love walking. So I always choose if there was an option, I always love walking. So then you kind of almost identify yourself as a non-runner. But if you have two legs and you are able to run, then you are a runner, but you might not run the distances or as fast as the people that you see around you. But just by starting and it's It's amazing because I shared this quite openly when I trained for half a marathon, which is so not really what I wanted to do, but I decided to do it anyway. And I started to run as a non-runner. Now I'm doing a new challenge, which is like 100 days of running. It's just all in your mind. So for me, it's not about speed or, or how far I run. It's just about getting out there every single day. And it's all in your mind. 100% right. Yeah. And the 12 hour walk was the same. I didn't quite walk 100K, but I think I got up to close to 70K. So that was definitely challenging, but really rewarding at the same time. Absolutely. So since working out what your values are, are you finding it easier to say yes and no to things based on your values? Absolutely. I find it easier to say no to people who don't align with my values. Yeah. I have boundaries now, whereas my boundaries before doing your course were quite flimsy. Yeah. I plan my life around what is going to help me feel better. So if something's going to interrupt my running and walking, I think, is this right for me? I'm very mindful about what I do with nourishing my body and mind because in turn that impacts all areas of my life. I choose what's going to make me happy. I also say yes to going to certain events more. Even when I don't feel self-confident, I'll say yes anyway and just turn up and then I usually end up meeting new people and having the best time. Yeah. I remember you starting running when we back running because I think you run before that, um, but you were back running. So just tell us a little bit of how you 
went on that because one of the proudest moments in my little coaching career was to see you cross that line when we did the run together. It was just so beautiful. So tell us a little bit about how you started that journey in case anyone is interested of going the same path. So I used to run quite a bit 10 years ago, but then I had two knee surgeries and In that whole process of feeling a bit depressed by my surgeries, I gained 20 kilos and I just didn't feel as motivated. I started running again as running's always just made sense to me. And I realized that running really helps with my anxiety. It really helps with my focus. It was also the right time to do an event as I had all these amazing people around me supporting me and encouraging me, everyone from the Dream Life course. Yeah. To be honest, I almost cancelled coming that day because I was sick to the stomach with nerves, but I didn't because I was accountable. And I turned up and I ended up running a better time than I had the whole time I'd been training for that 5K. So I think that's amazing what a community can do for you. Yeah, absolutely. And just being around like many people was such a beautiful day. And I remember this wasn't the time we were on together, but the previous run that I did, I did a 10K run and I wasn't feeling great in my body because I, I hadn't been run the day before, silly me, but I did. And I was suffering a little bit. And then I saw this blind person running with obviously with assistance. And that just put so much perspective into when I was running. I was thinking, if she can do this, it would, you know, so much harder than I, uh, I have it. I can see where I'm running and I'm not worried about, you know, stumbling the way that she would. That kind of really got me so I think having that community that support you but also then putting perspective when you see what other people are challenged by because it's easy to think that everyone is perfect when they run but there's so many obstacles coming everyone's way absolutely there's so many people who have disabilities that are doing so many wonderful things like running or walking yeah Absolutely. When I came back from my 12-hour walk, I was hurting. <laughs> I was tired. And I, I think one of the things that I learned, and I'm happy to do another episode on this, what I learned from my 12-hour walk was that I didn't eat enough. And I definitely had nuts and bars and things to kind of, so I had the energy, but I just should have had a bigger meal uh, for lunch. Like I didn't really, I just had kind of a big breakfast and then I just kept walking and it was all in my mind. But now I wish I had more food. But when I came back for the last hour, I was just going to do a lap around the lake which takes about an hour I was in not a great mood and I was tired and I felt a bit sorry for myself and then when I got to the lake I saw these people in wheelchairs training super hard you know in terms of what their ability was but I was just looking at them thinking what they're doing is just nothing compared to what I'm doing so I just stretched my shoulders and just thought I'm just going to get on with and go for a walk and just be grateful for the legs that I have and again perspective is just just helps you so much yes absolutely it's all in the mind as well Yeah. The other thing with values is that a lot of people have guilt around certain things, what they say yes and no to. So maybe they have guilt of buying certain things that they feel is a bit indulgent for themselves, perhaps, or they might have guilt for themselves because they they say yes to people, but they actually don't want to. Being really clear on your values, I think, has just helped me so much. So for example, one of my highest values is personal growth. So I have no guilt in buying books. Like um, I did an order today with a smile on my face. 
<laughs> because I just found a book and I was like, yes, that's part of my values. And I much rather that. And it's actually really good to, to look at some of the behaviors and perhaps habits that are no longer serving you. So for example, if you drink too much coffee and you buy coffee just to kind of pick you up, but maybe it's, it's a becoming a bad habit. It's a good way to say, well, maybe I can take that money to buy something that I really value that is high on my values. So it's a good way of actually working out what's important to you. Absolutely. And that's why people shouldn't feel guilty about doing certain courses or doing runs or doing walks or buying things for those runs or walks or purchasing things that are going to make them happier and healthier. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same with when I buy organic food, which is more expensive, but that's, you know, health is one of my highest values as well. So I'm really happy to spend money on that. But, you know, I don't always feel amazing spending a lot of money on alcohol or partying out because I'd much rather spend that on things that are higher value to me. Absolutely. It always makes you feel better spending money on worthwhile things. Yeah. And yeah. as they say, you know, you can't buy happiness, but in a sense, you can spend your money a little bit more wisely and get happier in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. So you clearly have a lot of self-drive and strong passion for what you do, which has helped you to get where you are today. Have you got any learnings to share for our listeners about the who question and how to get support? So there's a section in my course about who can help you. And this is one of the most important things for me, having started a business with no knowledge whatsoever. I always thought, who, who can help me? Who has done this before? What's your experience in that? And what can you advise our listeners to in that area? I can say that one of the best things you can do to succeed in having your dream life is to surround yourself with really great people. It is also fun to have a diverse range of people in your life. And, you know, people will help you if they can. Yeah. So completing your dream life starts here. That course enabled me to meet yourself, Christina, and also connect with a wonderful bunch of like-minded people from all walks of life. Yeah. I'd advise people not to let their anxiety or their fears get in the way of asking for help. There is so much strength that you can find in asking for support. Being vulnerable makes you real. When you are afraid to ask for help, go ahead and ask for it anyway. What is the worst that can happen? Someone will say no, but you will eventually find the people who will help you. Yeah. Such a good advice. I couldn't agree more. And you know, it's what's been really a bit of an eye opener for me when I started this community. I never ever could have imagined that we will go for runs together or that, you know, we went to see Dr. Libby the other day and there was a few of us together from the Dream Life community. I could never have imagined that. So sometimes you just need to take the first step without really knowing what's going to come. And sometimes the most positive things comes up by just starting. Absolutely. And then you meet the most beautiful people and they add to your life. And then you're going to varying things with them. You're running with them and they're helping you out and they're not judging you and they're just making your life better and hopefully you're making their life better too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also really important to mention that people don't want anyone to be perfect because that's not real. So come with your flaws, come with your challenges because that's inspiring to see what other people are going through. And also that might be something you can help with because we all have different strengths. And that's what I found with the Dream Life community is that everyone is doing different things and together we're just becoming better because of this amazing community. 
absolutely. And everyone has expertise in different areas and knowledge of different things. No two people are the same. So it's a really great community to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. In the course, I encourage you to create your perfect day, which of course is never perfect, (laughs) by basically choosing one day of the week to get started. Can you please share one of your favorite days and what that involves? So I always like to make my favorite days on the weekend being either a Saturday or Sunday. And my ideal dream day is to just go for a hike somewhere beautiful. Luckily in Australia, we have so many beautiful hiking destinations. After hiking, I would just love a nice brunch or a lunch. And really, that's just my perfect day is getting out into nature and having good food and being around good company. Yeah, yeah, that sounds perfect. That sounds like my kind of perfect day as well. There's nothing like being out in nature that solves. So I think sleep and going for a walk is like the best solution to a lot of our problems. It just completely resets you. Yeah, yeah. And I always reflect on it. The days when I don't feel like running, because it's still a bit of a challenge for me to to the start of the running each day, and um, the days when I don't really feel like it are often my best ones because I cannot just go from not feeling great and unmotivated and tired and all those kind of things at the end of the run. And this could be really short, doesn't have to be long, it just makes me feel so much better. And it's a combination, I think, with obviously movement, but then also being out in nature. I couldn't agree more and I always say to myself on those difficult days when I'm feeling tired or sore or not really wanting to run or walk, I just say do 15 or 20 minutes and then I usually end up going well over that and I finish and I feel completely amazing and either ready for my day or I'm just in a really good mood for the rest of the day. Yeah. I also think, I don't know what it is. It must be, you know, the the society around us that have this idea when we run that we have to run for so long. And one of the best things that I did when I started running was do the couch to 5K. There's lots of different apps for it. But I just use one of those apps where you actually just start by walking like two minutes and then run for like two minutes or whatever, you know, one minute or one minute. Or it feels really achievable. And then slowly, slowly. So if you're not feeling ready, you can rerun a couple of those and then take it further. And I think, you know, when you have a big dream it's not the end result you start with you start with just taking one little step exactly I am by no means a fast runner I'm quite a slow runner it's just that I love it so much that I don't care how slow I am same absolutely now when I realize that I always read because I know that if I have music on I run faster and a little bit easier in some ways but I love reading so much that if I'm going to spend an hour out, I just really want to listen to an audiobook or a podcast. So I combine the two because then I got two of the important things that are highly value done in an hour. Exactly. On that note, you are also part of Grow and the Habit Club. Can you just talk a little bit about what you love about both? Because as you join my new program, you get part of both. So Grow is our book club, which I just love. And then the Habit Club is choosing a habit and getting support for that. So maybe start with Grow. I love the Grow Club because there's so many people there and they share such insightful thoughts on all the books that we read. I would not even think of half of the stuff that people share with us in that group. It's really lovely to hear all their different thoughts. And these are people that are from all over the world. So I think that that's really fantastic. 
Absolutely. And then I think also there are so many of us that this is one of the reasons why I started this was that I love reading personal development or personal growth books and not a lot of my friends do. So it's really good to be in a community where everyone actually loves the same kind of books (laughs) and love discussing them. Absolutely. And everyone is just so welcoming as well. And you don't have to turn up every week if you do get busy. So I love that. No one makes you feel guilty if you miss a session and you can always listen to the recordings whilst you're walking or running or doing something else. Yeah, there's no guilt. And how about the Habit Club? Have that been helpful for you being in the Habit Club to work on some of your habits? Well, I think that I wouldn't have been able to run the 5Ks with everyone if I hadn't been in the Habit Club. It's just about that accountability and you know that you've committed to something so you should follow through with it. Not that you should, but you want to follow through with it because you see all these other people doing amazing things And it does make you think about what different things we can add to our life or take away from our life. Yeah, it's so good. Thank you for sharing that. So we have a new year coming up, which is always exciting by the time we're recording this. But So we are a couple of months away from 2023. But I love thinking about our dreams and goals for the new year early so you can kind of get your head around it because sometimes it's not as easy just to write it down and then start. Sometimes you just need to do a bit of work on why you want to do this. So have you started thinking about a couple or one dream that you want to work on for 2023, big or small? I have lots of dreams, but I'd really like to learn everything I can about becoming a little bit more financially minded. That's becoming very important to me now. Yeah. I'd also like to do the Carmen's run next year, but try for 10 kilometers. (gasps) Yay, yay. (laughs) That puts a bit of pressure on. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Accountability, though. (laughs) Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think Jen reminded me that I said after the 5K we did, let's do all, let's do 10. And then, of course, it's easier said than done. But my my actually my my dream was when I finished this hundred days of dreaming that I would easily run ten k, which I probably physically can, but it's sometimes hard to set out to know that you're going to run for an hour. But yeah, I might add that to my list as well and run with you on the on <laughs> with the Carmen's run. And actually, Carolyn Cresswell, who owns Carmen's, who sponsored the run, she is coming on as the first speaker for our coaching program. She's going to have some great insights on how she lives her dream life, no doubt. So that's exciting as well yes she's a very inspiring person caroline yeah she sure is she sure is so i'm excited about that so i'm gonna have a think about that because i've only got what is it 11 days until my 100 run and i was like mm, i'm not thinking I'm, I'm not sure i'm gonna do the 10 but who knows we'll see what day that is <laughs> sounds like you will be <laughs> maybe 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 So as you know, I launched a new program. So for anyone who is not sure, what would you tell them to make a decision for yes or no? And when I say that, it's not a sales pitch. It's more for people to make a decision themselves, whatever program they decide to do, not just about mine. So what would you tell them to make a decision either to work out, you know, a yes or a no? Well, I would say yes, if you want to change your life for the better. One year ago, I honestly couldn't imagine that I would be achieving everything that I have and so many of my dreams have come true that I just have to stop and pinch myself sometimes because I think look where I was a year ago compared to now so say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that you wanted to share that you changed over your coaching? 
Well, I did go for a relationship breakdown, which was really tough, but also I think that it was good as well because going through so many changes has actually made me a better person and it's made me a happier person and it's made me more clear about what I want in life. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. It's always a hard one, obviously, but it's good that you see the positive in the challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to finish up with a couple of the quick questions that I know our listeners would love to hear you answer. If you could give one piece of advice to the next generation to help them live their dream life, what would you say? I would say when life throws you down, consider it a privilege to stand back up again. Also, don't listen to people who say you cannot do things. I had so many people in my life tell me that I couldn't do things. You can do things. You can do really hard things. Show the world that you can turn your pain into love and that an ending is a new beginning. Rescue yourself and also know that it's never too late to be who you might have been. Know that things work out if you dream and if you work for your dream. Oh, beautiful, beautifully said and I could not agree more. Thank you. As you know, I love morning routines. Have you managed to have your own morning routine? I like to wake up early and go for either a run or a walk. I also like to have my lemon water. And then I like to take my time getting ready for work so that I don't feel too rushed and that I'm not stressed when I'm driving to work. So mine's really simple, but I will say waking up early is a game changer. And you know what you just said before with not feeling stressed, I think starting the day in a very calm way, it just makes such a difference, doesn't it? Like, you know, when you're sleeping and you all of a sudden have to go do everything, kind of destroys the day in some ways. I mean, you know, hopefully you can turn it around, but just not being in a hurry and actually being early. I'm, I'm going to something tomorrow. I'm sitting on a panel tomorrow and the guy who's organised said a time I need to be there. And I thought, I'm just going to be there half an hour earlier than that and actually just sit and meditate or read or listen to something just because it just makes you feel so much better. And that's not my old past. I've always been in a hurry and always last minute. So this is like a new way of thinking. So for anyone who's listening and have seen the opposite of that with me, that is where I came from. So it's just a new way of, of approaching life. And it makes you show up as a better kind of person, I think. I mean, I see people driving to work and they look stressed and they're abusing other drivers and I don't have that. I'm not like that. So I drive to work and I show up as a better, happier person. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I agree. So we cannot miss the favourite book. I think it's one of our favourite things from our listeners to hear what your favourite book may be. Definitely Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes, yes, love that. I'm going to reread that actually. It's a great one. And she's got this quote in it that says, the universe buries strange jewels deep within us all. And then she stands back to see if we can find them. And I just think that is one of the most beautiful quotes. Yeah. I think it was in that book where there are opportunities all the time. And if you don't take them, they go to someone else. You know, when you see people doing things that you thought maybe three years ago that you want to do, she just explained it as like, if you don't take it to go somewhere else. So sometimes you just need to grab it without actually thinking about how you're going to do it. And I think that's a little bit with our dream life as well. It's like, if you want to do it, don't think about how you're going to do it because the path will never work out the way you plan anyway, because it will be much better than you can plan in my experience. And I think in your experience as well. Absolutely. Grab every opportunity you can. Yeah. 
Yeah. This has been so inspiring and I'm so thankful that you said yes because I wasn't quite sure if you would because I know it's very confronting, you know, to talk about something so personal. But I just felt like if you said yes, it would be a beautiful opportunity for people to hear about the experience, but also for themselves decide if that is for them and know that you don't have to be perfect. Know that what you set out to be can be even better. Absolutely. So just loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you could go back to your younger self, say when you were in your late teens, what advice would you give yourself in knowing what you know now? It's okay to feel anxious and scared. It's okay to be afraid to try new things. Try them anyway. Meet new people and ask them questions about their life. Show genuine interest in them and learn something from everyone you encounter. Try new things, but know that it's also okay to fail, but then keep trying. Go for that job. Even if it takes 50 interviews, keep trying because you will eventually meet the people who will give you that job that you want. Also, if people say negative things about you, try not to listen because there are plenty of people who do boost you up and will boost you up. Yeah. What a beautiful way to finish this super inspiring conversation. Thank you so much for being so open and for sharing your experience. And I am so excited for 2023 and to see what you will achieve and do and accomplish uh, because it's been so inspiring to see the last couple of years. So thank you for being part of the Dream Love community and let's make 2023 our best year yet. Absolutely. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. Wow, I can't tell you how proud I am over Jane. To see her transform and do so many changes is truly inspiring. I hope you are inspired to find your own coach. And if you want to join me and Jane in the Dream Love coaching program to make 2023 our best year yet, just go to dreamlovestartshere.com to find out more or to join. We start a program on the 31st of October, 2022. But if you listen to this during any other time, you can still join. And our first superstar speaker for November is the amazing Carolyn Cresswell, who is the founder of Carmen's Muesli, where she will share some of her dream life tips, as well as the opportunity to get up close and personal to ask her any questions. She is remarkable and I just can't wait. Thanks again for tuning in and please share this episode to anyone you think it may serve. I'll be back next week, so I will see you then. Have a wonderful week and don't forget to dream big.